joined in studio by Susan Crampton uh, from the Dementia Carers Campaign Network. Susan, good morning to you. Thanks for coming in. Good morning. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your own background? Well, um, I'm living now in Shannon County Clare. Um, I'm originally from the UK. We moved over to Ireland back in 1978 um, with my parents. Um, um, I come from a family of seven, um, so two parents and five children. Um, and um, I became involved with the Dementia Carers Campaign Network back in 2017. Um, my mother was diagnosed with dementia back in uh, 2010 um, and we managed to support her to live at home for um, a couple of years and then as it progressed things got more difficult. Um, she passed away in 2017 um, but during that year I was finding it very difficult to get her supports, um, to get her the medical care she needed and, and then I reached out to the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland and I became involved then with the Dementia Carers Campaign Network and we are a group that um, campaigns to provide better home supports, um, better um, funding um, dementia advisors um, um, we are also trying to reduce the stigma around dementia and make you know um, life more bearable for people who are living with dementia and also their carers and families and what was that kind of process like Susan from you know your mother being diagnosed with dementia and maybe I don't know how aware you or your, and the rest of your family aware of dementia and then trying to care for her and what that was like then before getting assistance in terms of the care? Well, I mean, the very beginning, the, the beginning of a process um, with dementia is often getting a diagnosis. Um, and my mum had been struggling on her own at home. She, she was a widow. She lived alone, although she had family living nearby. But in some ways, she kind of covered up her difficulties. And... Um, we did support her while she was at home and she was getting older as well and she had a, a few other health issues so she 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 was kept an eye on and we supported her with her hospital she had a heart problem her hospital appointments for her heart problems but then we noticed that you know she started behaving differently and you know she become very angry sometimes for no reason um she become disorientated and it got, of course the, the typical one that people hear about is the loss of memory um, there was a bit of that too. That I found reasonably easy to deal with because I could help her with appointments, remind her to do things, organise things for her. Remember, I could pay her bills for her you know, so she wouldn't yeah. forget and things like that. The other parts of it were the difficult parts, um, just dealing with her, her changing as a person to us and how she reacted towards, you know, the environment. And, you know, just... Was that sad? You know, you know, when you've known your mother your whole life and she's been a certain character in a certain way, and even though you know why she's changing, she's, she's still changing. Yeah, it was, that was really, really the most difficult part of it. Again, we could deal with the memory and, you know, reminding yeah. about... It was just that she suddenly, she was a really independent, capable person. She, you know, she raised five children um, really, really well. We could always rely on her. Our dinners were always on the table on time. We got to school on time. Yeah. She did everything for us. She was re and she organized, helped my dad with his business and organized everything for him. And then suddenly this really capable person uh, lost her confidence and she became depressed as a result of it. And we went through a really difficult time then when we had to, she really had to transition from living independently at home with our support for a couple of years and, and living with dementia 
to having to being dependent on on other family members and having to and she eventually had to move in with me uh, because she couldn't be left alone in the house and a couple of times she ended up um, in the Garda station lost she completely lost her sense of direction um, she lived out in the country it was pretty isolated so mm. at least when she came to live with me in the town things were a little bit easier and there were you know if she did wander off down the road with somebody down the road that might see her um, so that that made a difference but it was really the, the behavioural aspects uh, were the most difficult to deal with Was the care that you received uh, or the assistance in that regard for your mother was it invaluable? Well the assistance I received well when she was living at home um we managed to get her carers to come in during the day um, and that caused a lot of problems because she didn't want them there, you know, okay. and that's very common. Did she get eventually get used to that? She did to a certain extent, uh, but unfortunately because um, the uh, this service isn't really a good service at the moment. It wasn't back then either. Hmm. There just aren't enough professional home carers available um, trained up to look after people with dementia yeah. and uh, we need we need carers coming into the home that have dementia specific training and that isn't really you know that's hard to come by so a lot of people who come into the home to care for people with dementia might have um, care of the older person um, uh, qualifications but they don't have dementia specific care qualifications and as I said before the behavioural aspects of dementia are often the most difficult to deal with and you know in the earlier stages of dementia people don't need help dressing and washing and things like that they need they just need companionship and and this is why we're we're talking about understand together as well reducing the stigma um, around dementia and maybe not having people stuck in their house all day um, and being able to take people out and do normal things as much as possible or do the things that they enjoyed and some of the carers that came into mom were really good with her and they kind of bonded with her and they spoke about things that she liked and they took her shopping and they brought her to Limerick say where she used to live um, you know for a little walk around when, when things were difficult and some of them just hadn't a clue you know so that caused difficulties for me as well because then eventually we couldn't get home carers and we had to look after at home uh, ourselves and uh, I was working full time as well which made it difficult and in the long run then she ended up um, going into a nursing home but it, it was local and I got to see her every day but that's eventually what had, had to happen. And when you talk about the stigma around dementia does it extend far beyond the person being reluctant to, to leave home uh, out of fear, whatever else it might be? Is, is there, are there other elements attached to the stigma? I or think it, does, does it include a lack of understanding from the general public about those with dementia? Yeah, I think so. And I think, um, I think you can't assume that the person standing in front of you, say in, in the supermarket or the bank or whatever, um, is a 100% OK. Maybe they do have dementia, maybe they don't. But if you react to people um, with patience and understanding... Um, it makes people with it makes things a lot easier for people with dementia. And what happens as well, I'm talking from my perspective as a family carer. Um, it isolates family carers as well because they can only go out with the person they're looking after. Yeah. I couldn't leave my mum at home on her own. So if I needed to go shopping, I'd take her with me. Uh, so if you're standing at you're in in a supermarket checkout and the the checkout assistant's been really impatient, that's 
impacts on the person with dementia. Uh, so we would avoid the supermarket where the, the inpatient checkout person was and go to the supermarket where the nice checkout person was. So things like that um, make a difference. And again, people are people have a very fixed idea of what dementia is sometimes. And um, once a person said to me in front of my mother, does she speak? And that made my mother really, really angry because she was um, well d- able to speak. And did know? they ask in an, a relatively innocent way or was it meant to be a hurtful way? Or No, this person was actually a healthcare professional. Oh, um, okay. So, you know, so, <laughs> That's not good. So, so you, you know, things like that yeah. are just... Are, and the other thing is, like, when I was out and about with her, um, people speaking to me and not speaking to her. Yeah, you know, yeah, as if you're her representative yeah. or spokesperson. Okay, if she doesn't yeah. understand something, I'll explain it for her. But mm. ask her first and find out. You know. Yeah, no, no, that yeah. That, that is fair enough. Yeah. It's under that, that that definitely falls under the uh, stigma heading. Just mentioning that in particular and the stigma is uh, a good segue to talk about the dementia understand together campaign because this is why it is very much needed um, to maybe enlighten people. Uh, to these kind of issues. Um, a, a, a campaign, no doubt, you fully support, Susan, and are glad to see you out there. Absolutely, yeah. And um, as a member of the Dementia Carers Campaign Network, we were consulted on this campaign as well over the last couple of years. So um, we fed into that as well with, with you know, our experiences, uh, even the logo, for example. Um, so the, the Understand Together campaign aims to, as I said, as you said and I said, reduce stigma, but, you know, just make people in businesses, in shops, banks, solicitors um, aware of dementia, what it is, how it affects people and how to act around it. So there are training resources. So there's an Understand Together um, website, that's understandtogether.ie. Um, There's also the Alzheimer's Society website, which will bring you into those links as well. And there are resources there for businesses and people or the general public about um, information about dementia. And there's free training on those that website as well. So um, if people if anybody's interested in finding out about it, they can go in there and read about it and uh, maybe get a few pointers as as to what's the best way to act around somebody who is living with dementia? If, for for people listening who may have a friend, a neighbour or somebody like that who who's living with dementia, what, what would you say to them or what would your advice be about how they can best support that person or what practical steps they can maybe take? Well, if you're talking about the person who's living with dementia, try not to treat them any differently than you did before. Um, okay, you may have to... There are certain, okay, it's a very complex thing. So with my mother, for example, I couldn't be 100% with, like I was with her before. So there was no point in trying to explain some things to her or arguing with her. Pointless. So I had to learn to be patient around her. So I would say, you know, interact with the person that you know, not the dementia. But bear in mind as well that the dementia is there and that you may have to be a little bit more understanding, a little bit more patient and modify your behaviour in that aspect. But not don't change, you know, still speak to the person like you did before and maybe bring up the things that you enjoyed doing together before or talk about things as normally as possible and don't stop going out. Um, a lot of people with dementia are not invited to things anymore 
um, because, you know, they think they might behave difficult. difficult Which, you know, I suppose, results in them feeling more isolated. And, and, uh, yeah, and isolation, of course, is a risk factor for dementia. And I would say, you know, um, yeah, don't stop doing the things you like. Um, I used to still try, when, even when my mother was in the nursing home, I'd take her out, out of the nursing home, get her out, take her out for lunch, uh, bring her to family occasions. We took her to a wedding, uh, not a wedding, sorry. We took her to um, a birthday uh, celebration in London uh, when she was in the nursing home. And her dementia was quite advanced at the time. She was still able to speak. Um, but she met all the relatives over the years. We used to live in London. And um, she just became her, her old self again at that party because she just rem- saw all the old faces and everybody... Which must so, have been lovely for all of yeah, you. Yeah, and a lot of the people hadn't who had met her there hadn't been dealing with the dementia because we were in a different yeah. country they hadn't seen her for a So they just treated her like they always did. And she so enjoyed that. And the difference in her, it kind of just... It, it made her seem look like her old self again. So I definitely... And the other thing I would say, um, you know, if you don't feel in a position to help the person with dementia or maybe you feel you don't know them well enough or that you can't deal with the behavioural aspects of dementia, then maybe help the carer, the family. Maybe, you know, do a few jobs for them, you know, do the shopping, walk the dog for them. I mean, that was a difficult thing for me, finding time to walk my dogs as well as look after my mum. Sometimes she didn't want to go with us, you know. Mm. So things like that will help carers as well. Okay, um, just before we finish, if people want to contact or get involved with the Dementia Carers Campaign Network, uh, how can they do so? Right, so you can get involved, well, you can contact the Dementia Carers Campaign Network through the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland and their helpline number is 1-800-341-341. They also have a website, alzheimer.ie and then there's the Understand Together uh, website as well, that's understandtogether.ie. So if anybody is looking for any more information, please do um, have a look on those websites or contact the Alzheimer's Society. Okay, Susan Crampton, thank you so much for joining us on Morning Focus. You're welcome.